0: Khalil Herbert is going to miss at least four games now on injured reserve. And it feels like this is David Montgomery's last chance to prove to the Chicago Bears that he's a player they have to re-sign this offseason. You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. to keep up with all of our video podcasts as well. Thanks for making Locked On Bears your first listen today, and hopefully every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. On the show today, we look at what's left of David Montgomery's career with the Chicago Bears, now in the wake of Khalil Herbert's injury. What we'll kind of look Comparing the two running backs and why, you know, it was a hot take a year ago to say that Khalil Herbert was the Bears' best running back and feels a little bit less of a hot take now. We'll look at kind of the comparison between the two in terms of their skill sets and their roles and what they're used, where where each is better than the other in in terms of the players that they are and how they've performed in this Bears offense, and we'll kind of look at what the future might hold for David Montgomery in this upcoming free agent marketplace and what the chances are that the Bears do ultimately end up bringing him back this offseason. Because we've seen that you know the, the two different skill sets of these players have, have complemented each other well in this Bears offense. That Yeah, I mean, neither one is like the true big-bodied bruiser type, but David Montgomery is kind of the more physical, tough style of runner, the bowling ball type that runs low and runs hard. And there's so many times... That you see, David Montgomery run into an offensive line where there's just no room to run, and you know somehow he stays on his feet and is falling forward and pinballing off of linebackers and you know still forward momentum rolling and ends up getting three, four, five yards out of a play where there just wasn't anything on that play. Like it, whenever he hits contact, it feels like he's never going down by the first player that's going to make contact with him. And he's never going to go down right at the yard marker where contact is first made that he's always going to end up continuing to push through and get some of those extra really tough yards that otherwise, you know, that not every running back is, is physical enough and has a good enough contact balance to continue to push through. Whereas Khalil Herbert is definitely the more explosive Back he, he goes zero to 60 faster and has more of a top speed that he fires through that hole. Even right as it's going to close, he can slip through right at the last possible second and get out into space. And he has more of those kind of like run away from the defense runs where he's, he's out in space that everyone's just trying to catch Khalil Herbert. We, haven't, we don't really see that as much from David Montgomery because it's just not quite the same style of runner that he is, you know, Montgomery's just a little bit bigger and stronger and not that David Montgomery is a quote unquote slow running back. He's just not as explosive and dynamic in terms of, you know, physical speed, athleticism and agility in that way as Khalil Herbert. And that's why, you know, you've seen so much of this growing sort of hype and confidence in Khalil Herbert as the Bears have gone with more of a hot hand approach. Now, that's a little bit more, Explicit or exclusively, you know, in the running game, because we have seen a difference in how they're used otherwise, that there's a clear, clearly a much greater trust in David Montgomery in the passing game, more so in terms of as a pass blocker that they put him in a lot more of those shotgun third down type of situations. He's the guy they rely on more often as that pass protector, because I mean, the eye test, can can you can see it pretty often when Herbert's just not very good as a pass blocker, in part because he's smaller overall as a running back, but I think there's some technique aspects to that as well, and Montgomery's more physical to kind of step in there and be that guy who can absorb a pass rusher. Not that Montgomery is the NFL's best pass-blocking running back. He's he's given up plenty of, of pressures and, and hasn't always been perfect in that area either, but it's an area that I think they do seem to to trust him a little bit more. And they use him a lot more as a receiver as well. He's gotten a handful more targets and a handful of more catches and and just runs uh, quite a few more routes. They they trust him more in those sort of two-minute situations, both as a pass blocker and, look, it appears as as a receiver in that area. And so, you know, they're able to get more out of Montgomery in, in more of the ways that don't show up on the stat sheet a lot of times. But Herbert has been the Bears most productive running back I mean in, in a weird world right now David Montgomery is third on the team in rushing yards you know despite being out there for you know pretty almost I think he missed what week four was the only game he actually missed and he missed I mean a lot of week three I think when it when was when he got hurt there so he didn't play a full game there but it's not like last year when he had surgery or whatever and missed four or five games in that process he's been he's still been their number one back in terms of total snaps and in terms of how they're using him and the situations that they use him. And certainly, you know, you trust him more on the goal line and in short yardage. And those those aren't going to be situations that give him big yardage totals, but are still very important to the Bears team. It just becomes murkier, more complicated when you, when you start to ask, well, how much are those moments worth financially as a free agent, as opposed to how much better value Herbert can give you while also seeming to be the better runner certainly statistically have been the better runner in in pretty much every measurable way that you do running backs this year and for a lot of last season as well that's the other thing here is we've sort of seen a couple of years now of Montgomery still being very good but not being as great well Herbert has been more productive in the same offense so you haven't been able to just purely blame offensive situation, but we'll kind of, we'll go into a few of the running back metrics and trying to get a better sense of, of where the differences lie, why we are seeing this difference in their running game production, besides just, you know, speed of Herbert versus the speed of David Montgomery next on locked on bears. The Locked On bears podcast is brought to you by our friends at Turo Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace with Turo. You can book any car you want, wherever you want it from a community of local hosts You can browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the United States. And for all of our international listeners, Turo is available in the UK and Canada and coming soon to Australia as well. So whether you need a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip or a classic or luxury car for a special event, maybe a, a birthday present or just an affordable economy car to get you from point A to point B, you can find it at Turo. And many Turo hosts even can deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms and conditions and exclusions apply. But forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. The Bears seem to be finding more of their drive with Khalil Herbert as the runner, the running back in the offense. And that's where it becomes challenging as to how much you're willing to pay David Montgomery when it comes to this offseason. But now, of course, Khalil Herbert on injured reserve for the next four weeks, it's Montgomery's chance to you know, have more of the lion's share of the carries, be more of the true feature back again in this offense, and maybe step up the production a little bit more and remind the Chicago Bears of, hey, like, I am the engine of this offense. I am the emotion leader. I set the physical tone, and I belong on this team in the long term, and I am worth a significant increase in salary in that next contract. And we'll get into some of the specific contract figures and the free agent running back market coming up in a little while here, but I want to look kind of more specifically at, at Herbert versus Montgomery because Herbert now going on injured reserve up to this point through the season, 10 weeks, he is tied for third among all running backs in yards per carry. And that's including Deandre Swift who only has about 40 carries this season, but it's like your, your list from top to bottom. I think number one, Is DeAndre Swift number two? Was Rashad Penny from the Seahawks? And then Herbert is tied with Tony Pollard from the Dallas Cowboys with six yards per carry this season across 108 carries. And by comparison, David Montgomery, I think, is at 118. Let me double check 118 rushing plays, but in terms of balls he's carried, it's 115 carries. This season that that he's he's had so only seven more than Herbert but Montgomery is averaging only 3.8 yards per carry and that's kind of been what we've seen from him lately that's exactly what he averaged in terms of yards per carry last season so he's essentially carrying the ball at about a similar rate and you know we think of David Montgomery as certainly the more physical runner for sure and a guy who pushes through extra yards after contact but there's different way there's different types of yards after contact. And so like pro football focus is yards after contact metric, you know, not all yards after contact are created the same, but like David Montgomery is averaging 2.98, essentially three yards after contact per rush. Essentially. So if he's averaging 3.8 yards per rush and three yards after contact per rush, you can kind of do the math there and say, he's getting about a yard, 0.8 yards before contact per rush on his runs. And he's generating three of those 3.8 on his own. Khalil Herbert is averaging 3.8 yards per contact after the rush. So a full yard, full extra yard after contact more than David Montgomery. But I think it's different kinds of yards after contact because contact is any time the defensive player touches the offensive player in this case. So, I mean, it has to be like, you know, an actual tackle with him, not just like brushing on the shoulder of a defensive lineman. That doesn't count, but like a player intentionally touching the running back is when the yards after contact first counts there. And I think for Herbert, his yards after contact is more like, Juke a guy, make him miss and he touches your leg, for you know miss tackle and making a play after that, or you know outrunning the outstretched reach of the linebacker who maybe gets a fingertip on you and is trying to get you down, but you're faster than him. And so the yards after that count as yards after contact, as opposed to David Montgomery, whose yards after contact are more lowering the shoulder pads and dragging defenders for that extra three yards, as opposed to Herbert's is more breaking away from defenders who have made contact with him and getting some significant extra yards coming after contact has been made with him on the play. But even there, right, you're seeing before contact, then Herbert's getting two yards before contact and Montgomery is getting one yard before contact with the same offensive line. And it's not that the offensive line is just all of a sudden blocking better for Khalil Herbert versus blocking worse when David Montgomery is on the field. They run a very similar system and scheme of plays. Herbert's actually taking more gap scheme plays than we thought he would when we thought Montgomery might end up getting those plays. But I think Herbert's done a better job of, you know, his speed allows him to have more yards before contact as well. That he, he's, you know, it's harder for defensive players to get to him and make that first contact. You know, he creates more of the yards on his own as a ball carrier, as opposed to David Montgomery. That Herbert makes more yards before contact and more yards after contact because he's explosive. He gets zero to 60 so fast and he's got that breakaway speed so that he can get to the hole before the defenders do and pull away from the hole before defenders do. Whereas Montgomery doesn't have that same type of just, you know, 40 yard dash type, you know, acceleration and, and, and long speed there. So to where he needs more space from the offensive line as a result. Now, Herbert's never going to be the guy that, you pound it up the middle on fourth and one, and he's going to bulldoze over a linebacker or a defensive lineman to get a first down, right? He's not going to get you those kind of tough yards. But is having a guy who can average six yards a carry, I mean, it's it's that much more valuable than Montgomery, who is valuable in his own way. But what would you rather have, right? The guy who who has the breakaway runs or the guy who can get you the, you know, if you have to pick one, you're taking the guy who gets you the big yards as opposed to the guys that get you maybe the the more important short yarded situations because you have Justin Fields able to get some of those short yardage situations and you can get, you have a fullback that you could maybe hand it off to in a short yardage situation as well. And same thing in pass protection, right? It's like, yes, Montgomery is is more useful in pass protection, but how important is that compared to a guy like Herbert that can be that much better runner that we've seen so far this season? That is the name of the position. You know, you can have tight ends in pass protection. You can sign other running backs that can do pass protection well, that just aren't going to be as good of a runner there. And I'm I'm interested in how this plays out from a receiving standpoint because you know you haven't really seen either Bears running back be particularly effective in the passing game. We talked about it a little bit. Montgomery's got 15 catches for 115 yards, you know, that's that's something there, 10 yards per reception. But Herbert's got six catches for 62 yards and a touchdown. That's also 10 yards per reception. A lot of Herberts came on that screen pass that Justin Fields threw to him where he bent his arm around and and angled it around the jumping up defender. He caught it and ran untouched into the end zone. You know, that was a a pretty significant individual passing touchdown that that Khalil Herbert had there, but you know, I just get the sense that like given how good of a runner Herbert is, you know, he's got the speed and explosiveness I'm surprised the Bears haven't found more ways to get the ball in his hands as a receiver. I don't think of him as a very good route runner out of the backfield. I think Montgomery is a little bit better at that, at getting upfield and turning around. But can you know? Can you get more screens to Herbert? Can you can you just dump it off to him over the middle of the field quick? A, a shovel pass or something, something to get him just get him the ball in his hands because we've seen him be so effective as, as a as a runner with the ball in his hands, and a pass is just an extended handoff in that sort of aspect. So I'd, I'd be curious to kind of see how that goes because you don't see. You know, drop issues with either running back. I don't think either. I think I looked. Either neither running back has dropped a pass this season. Last year, Herbert dropped two. Last year, Montgomery dropped two. I mean, Montgomery had more targets, so as a as a percentage of your targets, Herbert dropped a higher percentage of his passes. But it doesn't seem to be like this catastrophic issue of Herbert has no hands. And oh, by the way, you can keep working on pass protection and maybe improve that in Herbert. There's always going to be a physical limitation in in that sense. But you know, it's it's not it doesn't have to be as terrible and dreadful as it has been for him in that area of the game and so you know, it's pretty much every single metric across the board in terms of rushing you know epa yards before contact yards after contact yards up yards per carry like missed tackles forced you know as i look at at this season for the two of them we've got david montgomery has 31 and clear herbert has 26 so you've got montgomery He's had more carries, but on a per carry average, Montgomery actually does have more missed tackles for. So you can give him credit there for being the more physical runner. But Khalil Herbert has 19 runs of 10 plus yards and Herbert and Montgomery only has 10. So like Herbert has almost double the number of explosive running plays as David Montgomery has. And so it becomes a question of like, okay, how valuable and pivotal is it for you to bring back David Montgomery when Herbert looks like the better runner. And over the last three, two of the last three games, he's gotten more carries than David Montgomery because they're going with the hot hand. And if Herbert's been the hot hand, you know, what? What? how valuable is the not hot hand then? Well, we're about to find out when Herbert's no longer in the mix for at least the next four games with this hip injury. And so this is David Montgomery's time. You know, start picking up some of that slack. You know, reduce that gap between Herbert's production and, and your production. Be that running back that the Bears just can't afford To let walk. We'll see what the market's going to bring him in terms of free agency, because, you know, paying running backs is, is not a thing that every team will do. We're not sure exactly how the bears may approach this, but the running back market may not play super well into Montgomery's hands. And maybe the market itself could set things up for an easier return to the Chicago bears. We'll look at running back free agency and what that dollar amount might look like for David Montgomery and the bears next on locked on bears. The Lockdown Bears podcast is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that the people that you have that you're looking at to hire are the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs because LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one. In delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors, you post your job online for free, and they've got simple screening tools that make it really easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire without wasting your time on a bunch of candidates that you're just not really interested in. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. To post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Lockdown on Bears podcast is also brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, the number one sports book we recommend for all of your sports betting information, stats, news, analysis, and so much more. As I look at this upcoming Bears matchup against the Atlanta Falcons, the Bears were three point favorites, or excuse me, three point underdogs on the road. Against the Atlanta Falcons, the Falcons minus three at home, which typically the home team gets three points. So it's, it's essentially even in the eyes of the bet online odds makers. But the money line is Falcons minus one sixty five bears plus one forty five expecting a high scoring game with the over under set at 50. As I quickly glance at all of the other games, on the schedule that's tied with Chiefs Chargers for the highest scoring over under set for this week. If you like those odds, bet online is going to be the place to check it out. Not only for Bears games, but across of sports, you know the World Cup coming up here, basketball season right here in the, in the mix, and hockey season coming up as well. So if you love sports, you can find everything you need at Bet Online. Head on over to their website or use your mobile device to learn more about all the different trends and action you need to know. Bet Online, where the game starts. When you look at this free agent market for David Montgomery, obviously. You know, first thing you kind of started is is like, okay, where where should his salary range be? We've talked about this a little bit before in the past, but essentially, in the free agent or in the running in the world of running back contracts, there are like three very clear tiers. The very very top: Christian McCaffrey, Zeke Elliott, Alvin Kamara. They're all getting about fifteen million dollars a year. McCaffrey's getting sixteen, but fifteen to sixteen. The true cream of the crop running backs are at fifteen to sixteen million dollars. David Montgomery, really like the guy, not in that range. So then you go to your, your 1A tier, but really, you know, the second tier is right at $12 million It's Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook. Those guys are all in the $12 million a year salary range. That's probably where Montgomery points to. It says, hey, I want to be paid like that. I don't know if teams are going to view him in the same category as Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon and Aaron Jones and Dalvin Cook, but that's where maybe you start the ask. And then there's a big drop off from there to the third tier. After all those guys, you get to the next group is Saquon Barkley, who's about to be a free agent and is on the fifth year of his rookie year. So he doesn't really count. But James Conner at $7 million a year. Leonard Fournette at $7 million a year. Naheem Hines is at 6.2. Austin Eckler is at 6.1. Chase Edmonds is at 6. Kareem Hunt is at 6. That feels more like, based on what we've seen where David Montgomery's range would be that that group of 6 to 7 million dollar players he would probably ask for and seek you know something above that you want to make more than those guys who've already gotten their contracts so is that is that 7.5 is that 8 million a year is that 9 million a year if there has to be a team willing to pay him that much money and that's where things get complicated that not only are there not many teams that seem inclined to pay running backs and a lot of the teams that do that are inclined to pay running backs pay their own running backs. And you don't see as many nowadays running backs go into free agency and sign a big contract with another team. When you think about all those players I talked about, McCaffrey was traded, but signed his big extension with his his own team. Zeke Elliott, his, his extension was with the Cowboys. Kamara, the Saints, staying there. Dalvin Cook, stay there. Tennessee Titans extension for Henry. Chubb with the Browns. Aaron Jones, right? Joe Mixon. Those are all guys who signed extensions with their own team to pay their running backs. We're not seeing that propensity anymore of, Running back hits the open market and gets top dollar. The other complicating factor here is that there are a handful of really talented running backs set to become free agents. Many of them may re-sign with their own teams, like we just talked about that phenomenon of free agent running backs more often to sign with their own team than, than cash in on the free agent market. But you look, where would you rank David Montgomery among these free agent running backs? I already mentioned Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny, Jamal Williams, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Tony Pollard, and those are those are pretty much the Devin Singletary, but those are pretty much the main guys. I wouldn't say David Montgomery is the worst of that group by any means, but like Barkley playing better than David Montgomery. Kareem Hunt, maybe not this season, but has certainly been better than Montgomery at times. We've seen Jamal Williams has been more productive than Montgomery right now, but those guys are probably a little bit closer. You know, I, I'd put them a little bit more even Tony Pollard for the Cowboys has been phenomenal and has looked better than David Montgomery and will probably get more money perhaps than David Montgomery this offseason. So like if if there are teams out there that want to sign running backs to bigger money, they're going to go to at least two to three to maybe four of those free agent names first that are going to get the bigger deals before Montgomery is the next highest guy on the free agent market list. And so does the big money for running backs dry up? before david montgomery gets his deal will there you know if if teams sign barkley and you know pollard and you know but whether it's jamal williams or whoever you know the the josh jacobs if those guys get big money will there be another team left that also wants to give david montgomery eight nine million dollars a year seven even or do you see a reality here or a a future here where you know the market dries up for montgomery and the bears come back and say hey man like if you can find $8 million with another team, go right ahead. We wish you the best of luck. Go make as much money as you can, David Montgomery, 100%. I'm totally on board. David Montgomery should pursue as much money as he possibly can get for him and his family in free agency, totally. But if that $8 million offer is not there, if the $7 million offer is not there, you know, if is the $6 million offer not there, you know, if it, if it starts to become five, four, three, I maybe mean, three feels like it feels Real low for Montgomery, but you know you look look around the NFL like this, this past off season, Cordero Patterson got five years, or because we got 5.25 million dollars from from the Falcons to also be a, a return man for them. You know Gus Edwards is getting 4.5 from the Ravens. J.D. McKissick is getting 3.5 from the Washington Commanders. Jamal Williams got three million dollars a year from the from the Detroit Lions. Josh I guess Josh Jacobs is a rookie contract. Mark Ingram is on 2.5 million dollars a year. Like. If if David Montgomery is in that price range, that's that's one where I think the Bears would be much, much more inclined to pull the trigger. Like I would pay David Montgomery three million dollars a year easily for sure that that's that's a, I think that's a good value for him. I'm not I personally I'm not going to pay him six. I'm not going to pay him. Certainly not going to pay him seven or eight. Like if we get into the four and five million dollar number, we can talk. You know, we can start to work from there and it'll certainly depend on what the guaranteed money looks like there and and how you're spreading out the salary cap hit and also what other free agent contracts you're looking at across the roster because, you know, you got to sign offensive linemen, maybe a wide receiver, certainly multiple defensive linemen, multiple linebackers, maybe a cornerback. Like, there's there's a lot of spending that will need to be done this offseason. The Bears have a lot of salary cap space and can afford to give David Montgomery, I think, three or four, maybe five, million dollar contract. Again, it depends on the length and the guaranteed money, but I so I do think I think there is a realistic path to David Montgomery returning to the Chicago Bears, but I think it involves the free agent running back market drying up a little bit. I don't think Montgomery is back on the Bears for seven, eight, or nine million dollars. I could see David Montgomery back on the Bears for three, four, or five million dollars. That's that's about where that fits just because of how good Khalil Herbert has been. And oh we haven't mentioned Treston Ebner by name. They use the sixth round pick at the running back position Tends to be pretty easy to find at least average running backs in the draft even later in the draft. They're not all going to be David Montgomery good. But can they be good enough backups to to kind of work with Khalil Herbert and Ebner and give you a a decent running back room as is without Montgomery? I think he is replaceable. So how much is a replaceable running back? He's still pretty good. So I consider the three four five range. But there's a lot that's going to happen between now and then. A lot of other running back contracts will go out, and that will set the market a little bit more, certainly injuries and, Other teams could make different decisions on whether to bring those guys back. And depending on who hits the market and who not, could set up where David Montgomery ends up ranking in that hierarchy of free agent running back. So a lot to keep tabs on once we get into the offseason. We're not getting too ahead of ourselves here. We're not going to be talking off season for a while here on Locked on Bears. So keep coming back for more of your daily in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. We're turning our attention to the Atlanta Falcons. Tomorrow will be our crossover Thursday podcast. We'll talk to Aaron Freeman from Locked on Falcons to get the local expert on the Bears next opponent and preview that game for you. We'll put together a game plan for what the Bears need to do to beat the Atlanta Falcons. And of course, after the game, we'll break it all down for you next week as well. So keep tuning back in. Keep making Locked on Bears your first listen today and hopefully every single day if you're looking for your second listen check out some of our other shows on the lockdown podcast network locked on sports today breaks down all the biggest stories in sports the big game reactions the big news across any of the major sports leagues every single day on demand in your podcast feed so check out locked on sports today for your second listen coming back for locked on bears again tomorrow and that next opportunity for you to bear down